Thank you for tuning in to Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast, a show that's real, raw, and rough. We talk about life, sports, kids, money, relationships, you name it, we got it. So come on in, grab a seat on the couch, and let's get this show started. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Your boys are back in the building. Another week, another pod. Episode 21. What's going on, Mr. Press? 21? 21. We oh, consistent. Man. We consistent. Hey, yeah, we, yeah. we, we, we rolling. We off a day. You off a day. You had a little punk ass cold. Yesterday. Yeah, man. Okay, yeah. Uh, you know, stayed up late for that Raiders game, and I actually think I was running outside after my victory. Caught a little cold. And, and to the left of me, I got my boy, Hudrico. <laughs> you do? Hudrico's not to the left of me, people. Oh, what happened? Why Why is he missing? I don't know. Hudrico trying to be a productive citizen and, and study for a certification. For That's his, what he uh, say. But we know what really happened. Or what happened during this week one of this NFL? Tampa Bay Bucks took a huge L. <laughs> All this talk, Famous people. Jameis looked like a piece oh, of... I don't know if y'all heard it. Go back and listen to that cast. He was talking about my Raiders. Hey, he had, talking he us had down good, like we was just going to... I, I know he, you know, he said he, he called out for two weeks. He said, Cash, <laughs> he said, Cash, I ain't going to be able to make it the next two weeks. I got to study. Oh, uh, you know why? Oh, boy. What, they got Carolina? They got Carolina next. Oh, yeah. And Cam didn't really go off this week? Oh, oh he going man. off on them next week. Yeah, he, yeah. I, I'd miss the first two podcasts. Hey, NFL. you may want to make it one more week, man. Wait till you get a win before you come back over here. Yeah, you know, now that I think about it, I don't think Hadrico will be back this entire. Like he, I think he's off the podcast at least till uh, February, Jan- January, February, <laughs> one of those two. But nah, when, nah, when do they start talking about like next season? When do they start looking at draft picks? That's when yeah. he'll come back. Yeah, yeah, that's when he'll be back, more excited and motivated. But uh, f- for real, for real, we missing the boy Hadrico, <laughs> man. Hey, man, study for that test, man. Get that monies, get the monies, man. And yeah, uh, man. yeah, congratulations on on everything, man. You know exactly what I'm talking about on that uh, you know, that award, brother. So keep doing great things, man. But yo, Frankie, what we got on the docket, man? Oh man, we got a couple things, man. Uh, I think we got we're gonna talk about this NFL thing. Yeah, so we got the week one highlights, of course. Uh, week two, we got a few games that we looking forward to besides our teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a few albums to talk about, man. What, oh what have yes, you to? Earth Gang. All right, I got Joel Ortiz. We got the IDK. Uh, we got Sir Chasing Summer. And then uh, you got Childish Major. I know that was another one I checked out. Yep, yep. And then I got the guy that you love to hate, Post Malone. Oh, man. I don't give a damn. Now he's jamming. <laughs> uh, Common, Let Love. I don't know if you listened to the Common yet. Mm-mm. Yeah, nobody really has, but we still going to give Common as just do. And then uh, hey, B was a good album. <laughs> hey, look, man. Yeah, we, we'll get into it. We got uh, Conway. Of Griselda fame, yeah, yeah, I know. I keep promoting these Griselda boys. Uh, look what I became. That's coming out uh, this Friday. Uh, as far as the couch potato segment, we got Snowfall, Wu Tang, the Hulu series, and then Power. We'll cover down on Power. As far as the books, Frankie, take it away, man. Oh yeah, I'm putting the glasses on. I'm gonna go ahead and give y'all that feedback that I promised y'all on a couple books I've finished, and then we're gonna talk about what we're gonna be reading up on next. What books we got? What books we got for the folks? Uh, so we got the Dapper Dan that we talked about. And, uh, I think you were supposed to finish up with me. Uh, went ahead and finished that. Uh, then I went on to read a little bit more about our history, uh, a book called Barracoon, okay. uh, the story of the last slave ship. 
All right, all right. And then finally, last but not least, ladies, uh, we finally have a you know relationship topic from a a, a listener, and we'll definitely uh, get to you on that. The question is, how do you feel about second time divorces after forty, and should you give love another try? So if you could stick around or go to the time hack, ladies, you know, get to it. And then, uh, you know, we'll discuss that and give you guys our perspective. And we definitely uh, it's not just us. We have a female listener as well. And and, uh, definitely she's a coucher angel just to provide a female perspective. So with that said, let's start the show. All right, all right, all right. Week one in the NFL. It is back, baby. It's back. They doubted us. They doubted us. They put us down. They said once that clown got off our team, we didn't have no hope. But I tell you what, last game on Monday, very late game, we went out there. We showed out. We pulled it out. I think the crowd was giving y'all a little chin out there, same way I feel. You know what? We're going to go in this next week. I think the people are going to count us down again. But uh, I got all faith in Carr and these other receivers that we got, uh, Tyrell Williams, Hunter Renfro. Uh, and then we got uh, the defense. The defense really looked stout this past week. So uh, the Broncos came back, scored a few that came on at the end of the game after one player had got semi-injured. So, uh yeah, I'm looking forward to these Raiders, man. That was a good week. It was a good week of football, period. A lot of teams that you didn't think that was going to be the talk. What's the talk? Talking about my Titans, Tennessee Titans coming out and just showing out on the Browns. They, that, they made it look easy, man. But, y'all, I wanted to come on here and clown and talk, and talk my ish, you know, about your Raiders and the clown show and what it looked like. But, uh, you know, y'all, look like y'all took what happened and then, and made some things. We happen. didn't need him. He never showed up for practice anyway. And you were practicing without him. So, yeah. hey, man, I had, had a whole lot of crap to talk, but hey, you know, y'all shut nah. me up. Shh. We you humbled know. you. Hey, look. Hey, bye. y'all got to wait another week. However, come. Y'all got to wait another week. However, come. You got Kansas City. Hey, we're going to push out. Hey, hey. <laughs> you got Kansas you, City. You're going to talk time. that week, neither. We're going to push you back for a while. You're going to push you back? We're going to push you, you back got, for you a got, while. You got Kansas City. You got Kansas City coming to town. Oh. What defense they have? And then you go into Minnesota in week what, three. What, what defense, hey, man, do, we, we what defense have, do Kansas City have? What defense? They don't yeah, have, they, they have exactly. defense. What they offense, don't have one. What uh, offense hey, do they hey, have? Hey, what offense does the Raiders have? We showed y'all that. Hey, we, man, we look, come out there. You're going to need a lot more than 24 on that boy Patrick, <laughs> my homie. Patrick, my homie. You're going to need a lot more than 24 to uh Hey, did we had man. two of the best pass rushers try to come down on us. Didn't listen, get a single listen, sack. Didn't listen, get a single one. Listen, man. Raider Nation. A lot of a lot of people have been looking looking good against uh the Broncos quarterback. Come on now. Come on now. That was that was a you different face, team. You about different, to face talking a, about his last team. You about to face a real No, no, let's let's, let's talk about Flacco last team. Cause Lamar Jackson and Hollywood Brown. What well, them boys went off. Hey, they cousins, man. So you have any hate for them, or, or you? Nah, gonna, you, you know, know it's it's only to that one person. You know, I, I okay. direct my hate. It's okay. to that one person. Like, hey, you know what? I don't want to talk about him no more. He off the team. That's the Patriots' problem. I ain't got time to deal with that dude no more. Rape case. Ooh. Hey, man, we gonna we gonna we gonna get to AB in a second, man. But yeah, but, man, yeah. Uh, Hollywood and uh, Lamar Jackson show the how, how many run yards did Lamar Jackson have? It, that wasn't that wasn't what we were talking about after the game. 
You and he didn't I mean? have any. He That's sat not... back in that pocket and he passed away. He showed us this boy got an arm. I take back every bad thing I hey, said about him. Coach Harbaugh, if I did say about him, Coach Harbaugh, I don't know what you're doing with that boy. But damn it, man, I don't care if it's the Dolphins. People said he couldn't throw. People said he couldn't do this. He couldn't do that. That boy showed up and showed up. We know it's the out. Dolphins. But he can went out there and it ain't showed about up. That. Unless every team is going and putting up 50 on him. Y'all shut your mouth about, about old Lamar exactly. Jackson. It, it ain't about all that. It ain't about that. They said he couldn't throw. He couldn't do this. He couldn't do that. All he did was show you that he could throw. And Holly Brown, Hollywood Brown was the catalyst, boy. I know people that didn't pick him up in these fantasy leagues. I know he's. I know he's probably on every roster on at least every fantasy yeah. league at this point. And in RG three, nobody mm. picking up RG three as backup. I didn't even know he was still in the league. No, I had, <laughs> and then I had he no, came in. Had after no that. idea till I saw him on the sideline. <laughs> I had no idea. He but came in after that fifty points. I was just like, whoa, RG three. <laughs> yeah, I thought he retired before luck. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. But yeah, uh, so Cleveland, man. Uh, that was a. Uh, it wasn't too shocking for me. Uh, I can tell you what. Let me let me finish up on this. The the Ravens. We we had our little segment with the with that whole, AFC section, and then they everybody was scared of the Ravens in that division. Yeah, just because of, they play both sides of the ball, and well, the offensive side they were they would dominate the run, and then on the defensive side they always are pretty stout. So that's why we all kind of were like, oh, I don't know, you know, those Ravens are the wild card. Yeah, who's who's our uh, guest for the Ravens segment? Oh, uh, our boy Q. 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 Man, Q was on it. I gotta give it to him, man. He was like saying, like, hey, it's a reason to be scared of these boys. It's like if we ever teach that boy how to pass, then it's a problem because the defense is always there. And sure enough, that's what it was. Hey, can you imagine even when the defense does come to town, that can play or they go wherever they go. Whenever they start playing the pass, then all he's gonna do is run. He didn't run, and that's you the know scary he can part. still run. And that's the scary part. That's <laughs> the minute the they start part. coming at him, he can still get out of dodge. This boy is gonna be a problem. That's the scary part. Hey, another quarterback, three hundred yards in the first half. Patrick Mahomes. He, he just who you know, Patrick Mahomes, your opponent this week. Yeah, yeah, you know you got a problem. Hey man, just give it who, up. Who man. did they play? Jacksonville. Just give it up. Yeah, Jack, what was the score that game? Listen, man, it was pretty Because I think Nick Foles went out like uh what first first quarter? He did. He did. So who was they who was they quarterback? Listen, man, I don't even know. That who is that. the reason <laughs> I am not scared of the Kansas City Chiefs. What do you mean? Like, I don't even was, that, that. LaShawn McCoy, Sammy Watkins, Patrick Mahomes. Offense, they got to play the other side, too. It, no, they don't, actually. They, they got to play the other side, too. They just got to score more than you. No, they just gotta which score ain't going to happen. We got a defense. Look, man, they just got to score more than you, man. They can outscore. We're good on both sides of the, the ball, league, man, except for the Eagles. You know what I'm saying? The only, our only competition, our only competition is when we take out Tom Brady again and we get rid of him. We get rid of him for the whole league. We brought him in with that damn tuck rule, and we taking him out. Moving on, y'all not gonna be worried about this damn New England dynasty no more. Hey, we gonna try. We gonna travel. We gonna get right to. <laughs> we gonna get right to the debacle that was the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Man, what the hell? Oh, did they show up? Hell no. I. I mean. Wh- I mean, what? Ha- what happened? Three I points? know Juju showed out. Three points, fam. A B left. Big Ben said Juju was going to step right in and replace him. 
Oh, it ain't so easy to fill them <laughs> shoes when you when you the guy. You know what I'm saying? How uh, many? It, but them play the play call. In all honesty, man, um, the play calling was absolutely terrible, man. They didn't run. Connor didn't go off. No, no, absolutely wow. not, nothing. Huh. Not, there's nothing to talk about. So they needed Le'Veon Bell. Hey, they already called. They already calling for Tomlin's head, man. <laughs> they already calling for his head. So, look, here's the thing, man. I still think the Steelers. Will win that division. I, that's just me. Uh, they just got smacked by the Patriots. It's the first week, and I, and that's the thing, man. About the first week, I don't know if I've seen a week one where all these these different variations of scores and how much motherfuckers just showed up and and was highly impressive, like how it happened. And then uh, again, when I was watching preseason, a lot of cats didn't fucking play at all. Like this was like. I don't know if this is a different preseason or maybe I haven't been paying much attention, but this this preseason was a little di- different where cats probably played like maybe five minutes total. Yeah, we didn't see a lot of the starters on many teams. I mean, uh, the only starters time we saw starters is like the people who had like a a rookie quarterback or somebody that was going to be leading them, and then a lot of the rookie defensive players like they they played, but overall like. I think we get kind of significantly less of the starters. Right. So I'm not giving much. I'm not giving much to some of the the outcomes in week one and, you know, as far as the Browns. So you're saying they need to actually play a little bit in preseason. I'm not saying they need to play a little bit. I'm just saying this is the this is what you get by not playing in the preseason. You're rusty and you're going to figure it out. A lot of teams didn't show up. Like, so, for example, the Eagles, we came and. Got our I thought you were going to say Tampa Bay. No, no. <laughs> Hood's not here today, and there will be no Bucks talk. Thank God. But um, like the Eagles, like we got smashed the first half, and I'm like, yo, this has to absolutely everything to do with rust. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then here, here our defense, here our DBs go again, and then in the second half, we damn near shut them out. You y'all, know, what y'all I mean? realize y'all had hurts. Yeah, because like, the first half y'all y'all was like, oh, I don't know, oh, what no, we doing. ain't got nobody. To go I don't know to. what they were doing, and then of of course my man Djack showed he back can't. up, like he was excited to be back, like man. he was excited to be home or something. Yo, that's that's gonna be like he when, like he wanted to come back there. Yeah, well, that's gonna be Wentz's favorite <laughs> toy, man, because at man he's thirty plus and he's still taking the top Blazing off the speed. defense. Still taking the top off the defense. And you, I gotta say, man, uh, you know, but we, our defense can never sure get it doing together. D, doing it better than Djack. Yeah. Hollywood Brown. Yeah. Yeah. He was amazing, man. So, yo, I, you know, I won't spend too much time on my team. I don't want to be biased and waste your time. No, no. We're going to be biased on here. Yeah. Man, man shit, celebrate your team. It's celebrate your team. It's our shit. It's our podcast. Yeah, it's yeah, our it's, podcast. Celebrate your I, team. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hud, you going to celebrate yours? Damn, he oh, ain't here. Damn, he can't, can't celebrate losses. <laughs> you know? <laughs> with, 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 what Meek says, wins and losses. Are you ready? <laughs> hey man, look. So shit. Uh, Rams and the Panthers, man. You, I'm. Uh, the only reason I bring them up is you know because that's like your your pseudo second team that you always you know revert you know, to yeah, when your team gotta, sucks. So uh, you know by I'm week a, six you'll be definitely ha- be on the Panthers bandwagon. So how, how you feel I still about that? I still ain't game? left them, man. I, I think they 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 did pretty decent, man. They leaned too much on McCaffrey, so. Uh, like to see Cam actually get some throws off that's actually decent and quit looking like uh, T-Jack with the uh, Minnesota Vikings throwing at people's feet. Uh, 
if I think if he can figure out that little problem, get that fixed, then uh, get a little run game going in himself besides get letting McCaffrey just get 200 yards because I don't think that's going to sustain all season. Uh, they may actually have a chance. Coming at the Buccaneers, they should get a little bit weaker defense, uh, actually move around the ball a little bit more, get a little bit more comfortable. Once they get comfortable, I think the confidence come back. I think they'll be ready for those tougher teams. Give me in the two minutes or less, quick quick, Mr. Perez thoughts. Dallas. Impressive. Dak playing for a contract. But I think once that contract signed, I think that's when we're going to get back old Dak. And Next. I think the team going to revert back. Next one. Texas. And they was playing the Giants. They was playing the Giants. Come on, man. Like they got Saquon. That's it. Hey, hey, look, man. <laughs> look, you only can play who's in front of you, man. I'm tired of people being like, but they played this. Like they they've been shading uh, Jackson on, but they played the Dolphins. You can't shade. You can't talk shit about somebody can't throw or they can't do this. They can't do that. Then when they come out and put forty. Hang forty on you, because uh, I think that by that time I'm just that saying man. when they play a real team, I I'll be ready to completely judge them. I'm not about to jump on no bandwagon with no Cowboys yeah, right yeah. now. The, do- the, the Dolphins play the, are play. no, the Dolphins are tanking. Play the Giants, yeah. yeah, the Dolphins are tanking, and it's a sad shit show. They man. doing they, they, they doing get, worse than they tanking. about to get kicked out of the league. They doing too good. Everybody can tell they tanking. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, they just on on front street. But uh, as far as Dallas goes, man, I was highly impressed with that. Hey, man, go get your money. It's it's a dis it's disrespectful that you gotta wait to get paid and you gotta put up four oh five. But if the shit, if that's what it takes, well damn it, they're gonna keep you know, they're gonna keep doing it until you know you have to get paid. So Texans press. Go. Uh they gave away too much. They still need to protect Deshaun. Deshaun out here is still doing his thing though. In the meantime, he over here running for yards, passing for uh passing for TDs, run running for TDs. He's exciting to watch. Uh, I think if that dude actually had a line, that'd be deadly. Moment of silence. And that was for a reason. Where the hell was J.J. Watt? I don't think he showed up. Was he there? Did he suit up? Nah. What, did he, uh, what, how many tackles? How many, what did hey, he do? I'm, I'm saying, like, uh, I think Clowney actually played a big part of that because you had to, like. Did hmm. he get any sacks? I mean, no. tap, did he tap any, pet, bat any pet? What did he do? He put on his uniform. Yeah, man. I, I thought you know. I think <laughs> think Clowney was a lot more uh, needed than they thought he was, and also you know I think injuries are getting the best of him though. In all seriousness, he ended up getting a sack up there in Seattle too. Yeah, so I think I think you know he he definitely has to be the force, but I I don't know if he's gonna be that force with all the injuries over the years, man. So, but yeah, man, that's it for week one wrap up. Week two, Prez, what are you looking forward to? Uh, for the early game, I want to see what that that Baltimore game, the Baltimore Arizona. So you got the two runners, uh, as they say for quarterbacks. I want to see them throw. I want to see uh how how they react, how they react to each other. Uh, I think this is gonna give Arizona Kyler Murray gonna have to come out of the pocket a little bit with the Baltimore defense. Hopefully, Arizona does something. For Lamar Jackson, so we can see a little bit more of him. But I'm fine just watching him just air it out. If this dude can show more of his accuracy on the passes again, and and just continually just deflating the haters, I'm fine with that too. Yeah, but that, man. that's the game I'm I'm looking forward to watching that as the first game. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the AFC North man in the early game. I'm looking forward to uh, Minnesota at Green Bay. 
Um, again, man, I, I wasn't a big fan of Green Bay coming into the season, but highly impressive win. That defense was really good. Um, I didn't, you know, again, I didn't have no idea they'd be able to uh, do what they did in Chicago. So with that said, man, uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um, if Green Bay is able to pull this off, going 2-0 and who, early who, in the season is highly impressive. Who do you as have on that game? Division. Um, I'm going to say... I was more impressed with Minnesota's uh, handling of Atlanta last year. I mean, not last year, last week, rather. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Minnesota in this game. And, um, again, man, I, I just think they overall are a better team than Green Bay. I think Green Bay is the third best team in that conference, and it will show out over time. But, again, you know, I'm, I'm, I want to be proven wrong by that bad man, but I just don't see the supporting cast being what it once was with the Jordy Nelsons and – you know, and everybody else that. So I like the way Green Bay did what I liked everything they did to uh, Chicago last week. I know it was a low scoring game, but they came out with a victory. I like that. I think Minnesota, like them showing the, the run game. Uh, Dalvin Cook is actually healthy. They usually show out the first couple of games, like first six games. I think they usually go like undefeated or lose like one game. And then from that point, it's usually when the injuries start hitting up Minnesota and they start going downhill. So I don't expect nothing less from them right now. I think they're going to. Show out like they always do at the start of the season. All right, so uh, the later games here. So the afternoon games, wh- who you have, man? What, what, what are you looking forward to? Clearly, uh, I'm probably thinking uh, your Raiders. Yeah, of course. We're going to go out there. Go gonna, out where? We, you at home, we, brother? No, no I'm, saying, I'm saying we're going to go out to the oh, game. Okay. We're going to go out to the game. Kansas City, they come in. We know they got the flashy offense. All we need to do is make one – we get that one stop right before this half. That one stop. Don't let them get points at all. I think that gets in their head. We can come out in that second half, continue to dominate, continue moving the ball. Need Carter to stay accurate. Uh, we need the DBs to actually pick up everybody like they were doing. Uh, that's going to mean Trayvon Mullen actually going to have to step it up a little bit. Uh, I think Abrams is out this week now. Like, well, he's out in, for the season, I think, now with uh, the shoulder injury that he had, that he sustained during, like, the first quarter. And that dude was still putting hits on people, like, all the way into the the fourth quarter. That's crazy. Yeah, so me, for me, man, I'm looking forward to the uh, Saints at the Rams, man, a rematch of the uh, NFC Championship. You know there's a lot of bad blood based on what happened in that game. You know it. So <laughs> I dare the refs to do something wrong during that game. Man, I, I got I to gotta see that one, man. So that should be an explosive game, uh you know, the Saints just came off of a, a nail-biter last week. Uh, you know, man, Drew Brees just finds a way to get it done every year, man. And he's about 55 years old, but he just finds a way to get it done, man. Shouts out to the kicker, though, man, 58-yard field I goal. think that's the reason, like— That's crazy. I think that's the reason uh, Tom Brady comes back every year because Drew Brees is, like, one year behind him in age, and I think every year that he hear that Brees is actually going to stay in, he was like, man— I got to stay in just to keep my records. <laughs> right. Because the minute as he far quit, as just pure quarterback and records, he's shattering all of them. You know what I mean? And, so And Breeze is right on his heels every time. Yeah, but, I mean, Tom got the championships clearly. But, you know, as far as just, just pure numbers, man, it's Breeze all the way as far as that goes. But, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And, of course, the late game, you got my Eagles at the Falcons. I'm just going to say, man, I, I, I surely hope that Harder. second half – 
defense and, and those those uh that secondary shows up, man, because year after year after year. You can't we can't keep saying that Jim Schwartz is such a defensive guru, this, that, and the third, and we can't come up with a fucking defense to just just keep people at bay, man. Like, damn, you ain't got to be able to just do what the hell you want to our secondary every game. Like, that's our Achilles. If we could just keep people to 17 points, that offense is going to do what that offense does. But, man, we got that man Julio out there. He, look, Julio about to have 100. I, in my mind, he about to have 152 touchdowns. But I think our offense and their de- the way their defense looked last, last week was pretty suspect. So, I just think that's going to be another offensive showdown and, you know, made the best quarterback win. Who you think going to come out? Of course I think the Eagles are going to come out, but it's, it's going to be a nail biter. I'm not going to be comfortable. So Atlanta's going to be 0-2? Oh, for sure. For All sure. Right. I don't care where they play at. Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Shit, we can play in Bankhead. We can play in Zone 6. We can play in Collar Park. 0-2. <laughs> All right, let's walk it back because you didn't give me on the other two games. So uh, the New Orleans and Los Angeles, who yeah. you got? I got the Rams at the Rams. Okay, okay. And uh, I, I'm going to take New Orleans. I'm not never going to doubt Drew. And then uh, on the Arizona-Baltimore. Arizona-Baltimore. Um, Baltimore, clear. <laughs> clear. Clear. I, no, I think that's no, – Hands no, down, no, no debate. No debating. <laughs> All right, man, so we moving on to Monday night. Who? Before we wrap it up. Who Monday plays night. Monday night? Man, two teams I wouldn't normally watch – in I'm probably mind. not going to watch. Uh, I'm going to watch it, man. And you have to watch it. You know why? Why? We do a podcast called Don't Sleep on the Couch I'm, Podcast. I'm going to check it and, out. Uh, we, we, had, we had to watch this game. So, uh, But this is definitely... Hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, we in Germany. So uh, this game probably won't be watched. I'm lying right now. I'm going to watch probably the next day or, or Tuesday. Something like that, right before we, we pod. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch this Browns game and, and see what they're about. But if they go 0-2, oh, my Lord, I can't wait to see. I can't wait to hear what's happening in that locker room with that I can't wait to see just OBJ just going off on the sideline. Hey, he done got the new haircut. He all corporate now. and Wearing the watches out there. And still <laughs> losing. Still can't lead his team to victory. It wasn't Eli, huh? You got a better quarterback, still can't get your ball, throwing interceptions left and right. Hey, they ran into Tennessee, man. They ran into Tennessee. wasn't bad last year. They just not consistent, but that defense was damn good last year. So, hey, man, look, sometimes you you got to, you know, you got to cast that check that you write, man. And they definitely, you know. Don't be giving me these 2005, 2006 Redskins again, just coming out here. You look good on paper. I'm grabbing up every name in the free agents. That's what the – the Browns did to me, and and this is what happened to them back in the day, and this is what's happened to the Browns. Y'all are who we thought y'all are. Yeah, and you know I had high hopes for them. I think I had ten wins, man, in our uh, in episode twenty. So go back and check episode twenty. Hold us to to our uh, our picks, and our and I, you know, I, I after week one, I'm not going crazy. Browns should win this game, but if they don't. Uh, I'm I going Jets. I think the, them Jets had played a close game last game, and I think they want the the victory more than the Browns do. And it was they were up three scores before uh, the Bills came back. So mm, I'm not so sold on the Jets. They let the Bills come back. But I think we covered everything, man. That was week one, folks, and we'll be right back with Man Cave Music. Stay tuned. <laughs> We got a lot of joints to get into this week, man. A lot of good ones, too. 
Earth Gang drop, Whew. you wasn't tracking. I yeah, was not. I had to let you know. Yeah. I appreciate the phone call. Hey, if you don't know who Earth Gang is, Frank, Frank give, give him a little little backdrop on so, Earth Gang. I want to say, like, I didn't really know who Earth Gang was until, like, probably, what was it, four or five years ago, I think we, yeah, went, they we went to one of the J. Cole concerts. The J. Cole concert, yep. And they, they, they uh, came on open form, and they got me more hype than actually J. Cole did. Yeah, so, so backstory. So we went to the J. Cole concert. What album was that? It was the it was the one where everybody called it boring. For your eyes only. For your eyes only, and it was boring. Let's let's be real. Let's be real. It was a good album. The first like six songs. You was gotta hype. Be, you gotta be it. You gotta. Those are one. That was one of the albums you had. The to minute be in he started talking about fold clothes for you. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like <laughs> yo, I don't even want to fold clothes for her. I don't want to fold clothes for me. Shit is <laughs> terrible. But yo, so like that was our first introduction into Earth Gang. We had no idea who Earth Gang was, but. We for sure was like, yo, we were highly impressed with their energy, with their stage performance. And then it comes full surface uh, about last year, J.I.D., um, part of Dreamville as well. We go to see J.I.D., Earth Gang's on the build again. But at this point, they done stepped up their stage presence. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So have me and Frank at our tender age at 30-something, you know, damn near sweating in that uh, hot box. Hype, though. Hot it box. Was nice. But it was a damn good performance. We knew the songs word for word at that point because we had listened to their EPs. Um, we're like, damn, when is you know when is you know Dream Dreamville gonna drop the Earth Gang album Mirrorland? You know, so the, the album we're talking about is Mirrorland. And then finally Friday, it just came out of nowhere. It's like Christmas, Christmas in September, man. So, so if y'all don't know about uh, Earth Gang, like Earth Gang, I feel like it's the new. Outcast. They got a very, very outcast. Wow. That's high. That's high they, praise. They've really got a good outcast type vibe with them, in my opinion. Uh, they doing things, but they doing things like totally different than everybody else. The, their whole music style is totally different than what everybody else is going. They just bringing a whole different type of energy for to this uh, music. Uh, stuff that you don't think that you would like. Like they're, they're amplifying it and just doing it in a different type of way and just like Give me, give me an example, real. See, I go come from dying, some enjoy come from crying, sometimes healing come from killing rich shit. Sometimes healing come from killing. I didn't even know I was hurt until they killed that song. <laughs> yeah, man. Yo, if you if you like that little <laughs> snippet, we can't get you so but so much. But when I tell you, uh, you know, I made the outcast reference to some of my boys that I hit up in, in other group chats and, and just individually. And of course everybody's like, Wow, outcast for real? You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, yo, that's that's the feel that I get. So I'm not saying that they're gonna live up to that expectation. But I'm saying that their 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 catalog, their EPs, and and what this album is doing, they're they're doing things different, man. And how they sound is it, totally different. So you're gonna be in for a ride of a project. And if you like hip hop, and and you one of them thirty plus year old, you know, cats like us, 
ain't even gotta be 30 plus year old. These dudes is young. Yeah. Yo, this is for you. This if you want ever want to get a vibe of their energy, go YouTube their colors freestyle, which is that song before it was that song. Like uh this was like months and months ago. They did this. It's just them in a mic. And the energy they still just it's put just up in your off body. They I, I, don't, I don't care, man. I'm a rather cool, calm, collected dude. But man, in that concert, you I couldn't help but to start jumping around and, and vibing because they brought that energy. And that's when you know your true definition of an artist, man. When you can bring those songs that are pretty hype to life, man. And yo, know, those dudes, man, they they got they're going places. And to be able to drop their first album, no notice, no real promotion. And I think that's kind of the, the thing that Dreamville is doing is they just dropping. They just dropping quality projects. You go find it and and deal with it. You know what I'm saying? And this is again, man. And then quality versus like they're actually talking about things. I mean, like you, you just gotta that. listen. You gotta listen because it's not it's not a standard bar you to death by no means. You you just gonna have to catch it because it's 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 hidden in there, man. These guys are spitting. They from Atlanta, uh, you know. And I won't say Atlanta's not known for the spitters because we far gone past that, right? But they are saying some shit on this album, and they making just some fucking groovy ass tunes. So you got to go listen to it, man. Uh, Earth Gang, Mirrorland, check it out. DSC stamp of approval. It's stamp of approval. It's definitely I, gonna I, be in the the list of the top albums of the year. I know it is. Argue, argue, debate with me. All <laughs> all about it. I don't care. Uh, next up, Joel Ortiz. All right, so. Man, I, I've been loving Joel Ortiz, man, for quite some time, man. Un, all the way from his untyped, hi, unsigned hype days up until Slaughterhouse, up until now. He's a Brooklyn representative. So, of course, I am biased. I love spitters. I, there could be no beat behind it. I just want to hear what you have to say. But the, the passion behind this man's music in this on this album, Monday, he finally brought it together. And for me, it's better late than never. This is what I've been wanting him to do. You know what I mean? He just exposed a lot of his his personal uh, story on here. You know, he's talking about anxiety on the album. You know, he's talking about his relationship with his kids and having to be away and sending money to them and, and hoping that, you know, okay, okay, I'm taking care of them. Like, there's a lot of songs that touch just me personally uh, in a way to where, you know, I, I relate to it. And then he's just barring you to death. Like, this is probably Joel's most complete body of work that he's ever um, put out. But, you know, with that said, man, I'll let y'all, I'll let y'all judge for yourselves. I'm proudly one of the illest in the flesh with Britons. Various letters that connect with rhythms. Boy, don't be the next victim. I delivers with your left precision. You get popped like razor bumps all on your neck. For itching to try to come for the title, not your best decision. I put the Nikes on ice, yeah, you can check for slipping. I'm number one when that number two pencil lead twisting. No lie, no whole wheat, no rye. I'm bread different. Been nice a long time just in case you forgot. No bread and no rye. I'm bread. Boy. Look. I got to give a shout out real quick. I want to give a shout out to our boy Ness because I know for sure if he was still here with us, like we'll be vibing out to this album. We, this this would have took us for like, for like two, go. three weekends. Like we would have just been sitting, chilling, listening at that. Spitters. Another thing, another thing. Shout out to my boy Ines, man. Uh, if you listen to the first few episodes, man, he provided us the beat and the backdrop to the intro. No charge. He believed in the podcast day one. That's the homie. Happy birthday to you, brother, and a happy, happy 34th, birthday, man, and, and many more, and many more, man. What's the next one we got up, Frankie? Uh, Got the IDK. 
IDK. Or it used to be J, I don't know, or IDK, whatever you want to call him now. But uh, talk to me, talk to me, man. This I'm guy, not, uh, I'm not too familiar with him. I ain't check him out till last year when you. Uh, yeah, I had to start putting him on. The vibe I always get from IDK is, what if Kanye actually kept rhyming, like on the graduation, on the late registration, that type of stuff. If it truly evolved, this is what it would evolve to. Ashley got bars. Tiptoeing across like a ninja. He's back and give me some time to process. I need a little more time with you as an option. Give me some time to process. I need a little more time to fix it. Oh, I like 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 it. That's a vibe. It's different. It's different. It's different. It's different, but it's a good thing. It's taking you somewhere yeah, that I you didn't know that you wanted to go. I don't, I don't, I don't always. Yeah, for sure, man. There's different, different vibes. I'm in different moods. You know what I'm saying? It, and again, that's, you know, when we were talking about uh, certain albums that we listen to, it just depends on when you catch me, man. Like some albums I may not be feeling, but certain days when I'm, you know, rainy day, I'm driving around, got mad errands to do, and I'm just listening to some shit that just not. And it don't have to be no trap shit. It don't. Ha- it, it don't have to be anything in particular. But it just depends on the mood I'm in and when when I catch it. But um, and I don't know how IDK feel about that whole Kanye reference. But I mean, that's that's how I feel about it. Uh, I don't know if he don't even must feel Kanye like that. But he gives me that that grown up that that grown up style of that graduation, like the the evolution of that graduation type top type rapping style. What's the name of the album, Press? Is he real? Just briefly, real quick, just touch on what the album's about. Uh, so it's a concept album. So the concept is, he's asking, is God real? So I know that's where you, people got to go into the little thing like, oh, I don't want to listen at it because, oh, I got my faith, da, 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 da. Uh, but that's not where he's going. You don't, you, you don't really know where he's, which side he's leaning on. Because he gives good counterpoints to both sides. Just listen to the album. Listen to the album. Good, get where he's coming from. Ride. He has, has a couple of skits up in there where he elaborates right. a little bit more on that. And, and it, it definitely ties it together. It's kind of, it's just like. We're going to come back to that spiritual though. Because that's where I've been getting a lot into my reading on. And I'm, I'm going to come back to that whole little point on yeah, that. So he later. does have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And, and, and it's told by the skits and it's told by the song. So just listen closely. And if you're one of those listeners that like to hear those type of things throughout an album and learn some things, I'm not saying you're going to learn things that you never knew about, but it's, it's a story. And, and uh, definitely uh, mess with it. It has the DSC stamp of approval. Mm. Next one up on the R&B tip, man. So I was definitely served. So, man, again, man, the TDE and these Dreamville cats, man, they just dropping with no notice. Where's my Isaiah Rashad? I don't know, man, but uh, I'm, I'm glad Sir took his time, man, because this is probably my song of the week, man. Never 
You love spending time, you ain't gotta spend the time Long as we're in rhythm, you don't care about the run When it's slow or flame, you want me to heat it up That's pretty much it, man It depends on what mood you catch me in, man If I don't wanna fuck with you, I don't wanna fuck with you So, look, man, this album is amazing from top to bottom There are no skips on this album It's R&B, there's way more dope tracks then Mood, Mood is just the one that caught me off the rip. So that's definitely an R&B album. I probably listen to that way more than I listen to hip-hop, even though hip-hop is my thing. But, yeah, sir. You're I'm, old. Yeah, man. So, you know, I need the vibe to be set in the morning. You got to ride with the wife from time to time. From time to time. So, I, you know, I need something, you know, can't can't interrupt, you know, can't bar her to death for a three, four-hour drive, depending on where we're going. That but weekend. there is some, like, music out there that does have a little bit of rap, a little bit of... A little bit of yeah. both. Yeah, I mean, I force her to listen to whatever I'm in the mood for. So, I mean, she's pretty much a G about it. You know, she'll take it. Hey, I think you owe me a little apology about that Jendaya. I heard you found listening at it with the wife. Yeah, yeah, I listened to the Jendaya, and uh, yo, it's it's really good. It's really good. No worries. The wife liked it. She downloaded it, and uh, you know, you were right, Frank. You're right. My apologies. Okay. My apologies. He's he's weird looking and weird acting. <laughs> but damn it, if that boy can make some good ass music. So j- definitely check out that uh Jadena uh I think it's eighty called eighty five to Africa. Sufi woman. Yeah. That's my jam. You know, finally, last but not least, man, uh my man Posty. Post Malone dropped, man. So I need I I, I We cover pop that. now? We cover country that, next. Man. I need that. I need I need a different vibe, man. We were just talking about how you need a different vibe to switch it up, right? Yeah. So that's my post Malone vibe, man. It gets it gets me thumbs up for my coworkers, man. And you know what my coworkers <laughs> are. <laughs> that's the vibe. Hey, that was yo, the recognition post, I needed. Post Malone, I, yo, post we, we Malone is that coworker. I can vibe. walk down the street with my heads up and I can walk in the office. Hey, he's that post knowing he, that. Oh, Cash is here. He about got that, got that playlist. You got that play. You got that post. <laughs> you got that posty. You got that posty. I ain't gonna say the last name, but hey, baby, hey, you got that posty cat. Hey, man, I got the playlist. Hey, get look, we gonna get the situation situated. <laughs> we gonna have this office rocking. I can respect that. I I can't even must talk hey, bad about hey, that. You, gotta, you know you what I'm know talking you, about? You if you want to go I, and be the the office champ, you, you know, go play the. Gotta, <laughs> hey, you know you gotta be office DJ push button. <laughs> You know that. You know that. You know you gotta you gotta be able to adapt to your environment. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes, you know, you gotta curve left because you know they don't wanna hear no Joel or When does a G Easy come out, man? Throw some G Easy on that. Hey, let, let me hear. Look, man, you're gonna start talking about my boy Posty, man. Look, look, hey, that shit hard, man. And you know it. You just don't you just don't wanna mess with him because you got your little bias. And I, I, I understand, I understand. Close to my enemies. Let's go. I need better enemies. When I told you, fuck it, you thought I was playing, huh? But I made this shit litter. She wanted to buy, but I told her, fuck that. She look at me like she's surprised. Packing the post. And I'm on my lawn in the box at the door to go for 35. I tried to put on for my partners. They turning their enemies right before a nigga hide. You reach for a shake, I'm a whole lot of fish. Give a nigga a quarter pound without the pride. And I just went double platinum with no features just to show a nigga I don't really need that. That was the baby? That's the baby. That's Post Malone featuring man, the baby. It's called Enemies. He's coming with the features, man. Like, hey, he's killing it. The, ba- the baby, artist, uh, new artist of the year for sure as far as the male hip-hop goes. Um, he's, I'm, I'm sorry. He's, he's killing every feature. And just what you heard on the album, double platinum with no features. 
Hey, hey, talk about it. Gotta get it. Talk about it. Just get it. Hey, I'm I'm with hey, it, man. Go out there and get it. Talk man. talk your shit, man. But long as it's true, you know. Men lie, women lie. Numbers don't. Hey, sure don't. Mm. Hey, sure don't. Hey, people. Hey, thanks for taking the time to listen, man. We, we love this hip hop shit, man. So we love it. I don't care how long we go. We ain't editing the damn thing. Listen to it. This this is what some of the homies listen to the podcast for. So hey, you got 45, 45 minutes of unadulterated hip hop shit. I th- I, th- I think we need to owe these people another uh, playlist though. Get them. Get them going on another playlist? Yeah. So we we, we're going to have y'all one we can do by the next week, week. week. We do the week to week playlist. So whatever we listen, our, uh, you know, uh, tracks of the week or whatever we listen to for the week, we can put that together and, and, and uh, throw on the old playlist too. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that'd be cool. We, we'll put something together for y'all and, and it'll be in the notes. How about that? With that said, we'll be right back with the Couch Potato segment. We're going to get into Snowfall. The Wu Tang show on Hulu, Power, and a few more other things. Shaft, I think we got Shaft as well. Yeah. yeah. So we'll be right back. Man, there's so much I gotta get. I gotta get to, man. And, I, and I've been slacking. I know we do this couch potato segment, man, but I feel like I'm not doing it any justice. But people, I'm busy. I'm busy. But uh, you know, I do have a few to talk about. You know, hopefully it ain't the standard, but if it is, whatever. We'll give our take on it. So the first show um, I've been keeping up with, and and as if you've listened over the last few weeks, you know we've been keeping up with is Snowfall. Y'all keep telling me about it. Yo, I'm telling you, this closest thing to the wire since the wire. Oh man, that means it's gonna be great when I finally do catch up. It is. Is it? I'm gonna be so excited. Is it high praise? Absolutely yes. Uh, but. Season three, they got just got re-upped for season four a couple weeks ago, so I'm excited about that. Rest in peace to John Singleton. Once so, so again. give them a backstory on it. What is this the story of? Story is loose is loosely based on Freeway Ricky Ross, a drug dealer in uh, L.A. If you don't know about Freeway Ricky Ross, just look him up and and you'll know all you need. To know. Or just watch the show, right? Or watch the show. You know what I'm saying? So. We can get into that a little bit later as far as uh, the Freeway Ricky Ross part. But it's like I said, it's loosely based on on his uh, his life story. So I'm really just touching on, man, the last, you know, few episodes. So, you know, Franklin's girlfriend, she on that rock. She's on the very rock that, you know, he's getting rich off of. So it's kind of hard for him to see the girl that, you know, he, he loves on that shit. And at the end of that episode, no, the girl's father. Yeah. She was, you know, on the drugs hard. And then the father had def- uh, got approached by an FBI agent or CIA agent, rather, helping her out with her investigation on Franklin. So he went and found some some evidence um, in one of Franklin's uh, uh, stash houses, so to speak. And he found some a lot of information on Franklin. But Franklin didn't know about this. Right. Um, but Franklin did know that her father was a threat. So the girl that he loves Father is a cop. And his girl is a crackhead? And the cop's daughter is a crackhead now because, you know, she's using the drugs that Franklin's selling in the community. Because, you know, in the 80s, this is some new shit as, yeah. far, as far as drugs. So everybody's trying it. You know what I mean? So that's kind of the, the dynamic that's going on right there. So, you know, in the episode prior to the most current episode, at the end of the episode, what we all thought that wasn't going to happen is like, man, you can't kill a cop. 
Franklin kills him. Makes it look like, you know, a suicide. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? But he had stole the cop's gun like maybe two or three episodes prior. I don't know. Hey, I don't think he had this in his head, but of course he was thinking about how to, what he's going to do with this gun uh, in regards to that. So that's what he decided to do. So he made it look like a suicide and everybody bought it. Then the latest episode kind of starts off with his partner, the cop, you know, kind of saying, hey, man, I know what you did. Everybody bought it, but I know it was your ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So now Franklin got to, and the, the dirty part about it, now Franklin got to pay the partner to do business. But Franklin making so much money, this partner think that he doing something by getting the cut, but he has no idea how much Franklin, like Franklin really is the man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like his, the plug. So is Franklin, this, is he supposed to be the freeway Ricky? Yeah. Yeah. Franklin is freeway Ricky bro. So, you know, the plug, Franklin has some shit on, you know what I'm saying? As far as the plug needs Franklin pretty much to stay alive at this point, as far as funneling money and, and, and that's his main guy making money for him. So, you know, kind of fast forward, you know, they have the funeral for the cop and everything. And then, you know, shit kind of gets murky, right? So all the episode, I'm like, yo, Franklin, don't show up to this funeral. Don't make it sh- seem like you ain't had shit to do with it. Don't show up because old girl know that you and her pops ain't really vibing. You know what I'm saying? She know the real or she think that your ass popped him. She know he ain't commit no damn suicide. Mm-hmm. And what Franklin do? Showed up. Showed up to the Gotta damn. Gotta show support, man. He showed up to the damn repast, man. And uh, yeah, he got his ass popped. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think he's dead or whatever, but yeah, he got shot twice in the back, man. And it was by the by the uh, girl, man. So I ain't say spoiler alert, but yo, check that shit out, man. Uh the end of the season, uh the finale is coming on. Actually, what's today? Wednesday? Yeah. Well shit, after we get off this podcast, I'm gonna get right to it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For the finale. And we'll be right back next week to let you know how I feel about it. But, yo, that show is awesome. Check it out. I can't say enough good things about it. If you one of them binge um, binge folks that like to, you know, wait till everybody tells you about it and there's like four or five seasons to actually get on it, like you, Frankie, go check it out, man. High praise. Best thing since The Wire as far as um, that that type of uh, show. If I'm pretty sure if uh, Rico was here, he'll be... Saying something to hype this up he'd, even more. He'd be echoing my sentiments. Yep. So, I'm going to say DSC, stamp of approval again. Yeah, Man, Frank, what the hell did you watch, man? What did what did you watch this hey, past uh, two so, weeks? So, yeah, I don't catch these shows too often, but the wife put on Shaft while we was chilling over there. And uh, I watched oh, the that straight show. Straight to Netflix joint? The, the straight to Netflix joint. It was pretty good. What did, Have you seen it? Yeah, we we saw it. It was uh, you know, one of those those quick Saturdays, Sundays. You ain't doing that. Throw throw that joint on. So it wasn't bad, but I know why I went straight to Netflix. Yeah, I was sitting there reading, and then I put down the book for a bit and uh, actually paid attention to this thing. I mean, it's not like yeah, like you saying straight to Netflix. It's you could tell why I went straight to Netflix, but it wasn't all bad. If I paid money in the theater, I'd be a little bit upset, but. Watch it on Netflix. It was pretty good. Nice little Netflix and chill. Yeah. So again, man, that that I'm not gonna hype it up. It's, it's good for Sunday, Saturday. You ain't got nothing to do. Friday night, whatever the case may be. I'm gonna hype it up. It was a decent movie. If you need something to chill with your woman with or or your significant other, then hey, pop it on. It's a good little watch. It, 
No kids around. No kids. No kids around. No they kids. Mother effers. P U in you name well, I'm, uh John Schaff would approve for for his kid. Yeah, but no, 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 <laughs> you name it. Any type of vulgar cursing, like nah, you just put 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 the kids bed. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. So I started the uh the Wu Tang uh show on Hulu. Oh, we're not going to spoilers on this. You're not gonna spoil this for me. I will watch this show. All right, man. So enough said. Check that out. <laughs> um power. I just got one question. Did they all meet up on the first episode? I know that's kind of a semi-swarter, but we know it's, it's about Wu-Tang. They're going to meet up at some point. Did they, did, oh, is it, I want to know if it's a slow build or if it's a quick build. That's oh, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a slow build. So every, I won't say every um, artist was introduced or every member of Wu-Tang was introduced, but you can't, you got the origins uh, from, the, from the get-go. It was a little wild, you know, um, Raekwon shot up Ghost's crib, so... I don't know how true that is, and I, I would like to see some. I, I gotta find something on that, but yeah, but they man. they producing it right. It's Meth and RZA. Uh, RZA. RZA is producing it with I, Meth, right? I don't know. I I gotta do some fact checking yeah, on yeah. that. So I don't I'm know pretty sure it's like Meth, Meth and uh, RZA both on it. Meth was in Shaft too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let y'all know. <laughs> but yeah, man, I don't I, like. I said, man, it's a slow. It's a slow build. It's definitely uh, you know centering around. Uh, right now, RZA and what he he did to to begin his ascension as far as a producer and and so that's enough. That's I'm so I don't need nothing else. Don't you spoil nothing on this show for me. Nah, nah, they just shot up. You know, RZA. I mean, not RZA, but uh, Raekwon just shot up Ghost Crib. So cash, that was cash, one of the weird. Kill it. All right, I'm, I'm gonna done. watch I'm it. Done. I'm done. <laughs> next up, next up, Power. I know all you you folks watching it uh, that probably listen here. I'm not too impressed, but. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did they go back to the old song? They did not go back. Yes, they did. Actually, you know what? I didn't even pay attention to that shit. <laughs> I, so yeah, it was a big uproar, yeah. and they have to be waiting even paying attention to it. I should know. I should know. I should know that, and I know it's a big uproar about the damn lead song. But I think the the stream that I got on my uh my fire stick it just got right to the show. Like it wasn't no big rich town. It wasn't none of that. It was it just got right to the beginning of the show. So I was thankful for that. So. I truly don't know, but hey, I got to get my TV watching and how I get my TV watching in for the free. But with that said, yo, man, episode one and two, a lot of shenanigans. Yo, these writers are terrible. They are absolutely terrible in how they approach it. And I, I, I would love to be in the room to decide, you know, what's going to air and what's not going to air. But I've devoted five seasons to watching, so I have to I have to finish you know, no matter how outlandish. So, see, see, you one of those people. You I, devoted that much time. I you don't know when the when the show start getting bad. Stop. There's so much other forms of entertainment out there in the world. Like you don't have to like go into anything that's bad. This is what the people who was watching Game of Thrones, the ones who thought it was bad, I thought it was still good. The ones who thought it was bad, I was like, stop watching. But you it's gotta, not forcing you to watch. You gotta watch to the no. end, so you know what happened. Hey, you, People you, did this like with that Dexter. I stopped watching at the season two. They was like, "Oh, it just got worse, man." It was da da da. No, no, men they get. I disagree with Stop. that one on Dexter, but I, I love Dexter from beginning to end, so I, I didn't have no hate for that. Okay, but I mean, there was people out there. It's just, that, it's just the shit that that can't happen. Like, yo, so one of like, all right, I'll just give you an example because I know you ain't gonna watch it. I guess you can call him the plug, right? Uh-huh. He has the two friends, you know, Tommy and and Ghost. 
going at each other as far as he'll tell Ghost one thing and he'll tell Tommy to do another thing because Tommy and Ghost fell out because, you know, uh, Ghost kind of led Tommy astray as far as killing his father. And, and I don't want to get into the backstory. I was going to catch up one day, but I mean, you, you ain't going to ruin it's, that. It's, it's not I, I, I stopped watching after season two. All right, Tommy so and Ghost were still cool. Up. You're not catching up. You're not catching up. No time soon. <laughs> By the time you watch it, you will forget all about this. So, you know, they got some some history and some issues or whatever, but they, they still, you know, deep down inside brothers at the end of the day. So, you know, episode one, he tries to kill Tommy. He doesn't actually kill Tommy because the damn... The plug says, oh, I sent the call because I knew Ghost would be here. And it's all types of fucking shit that as you watch it, you're like, there's no. Why would you? He sent, he put somebody in a car, the plug, right? That looked like Tommy just to get shot. Who puts their mans in a car to die? You know what I'm saying? So that, that, that shit was the first one that was unrealistic. And then in episode two, you got, um, you know, Tommy calling, uh, no, Ghost calling Tommy. Once he put, they put two and two together. Let, you know what? Never mind. Let me go back to how they tried to break, uh, you know, one of the drug dealers that uh, that was going to testify in regards to a big case. There were Angela, which is Ghost's girlfriend that died or whatever. Man, the people watching, they people watching. They know who whatever. you're talking about. You ain't got to hey, explain too much. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to give names and all that stuff. But anyway... You know, the plug gives them the go-ahead to go kill this witness. Uh, not the witness, but this, uh, you know, the, the person that's going to be put on trial, right? He gives Ghost the go-ahead, then he gives Tommy the go-ahead. In a matter of a few hours, they put a they put a plan together to break somebody out of Fed. Not break somebody, but, yeah, we'll pretty much break somebody out of Fed custody. Bring them to the plug. The plug ultimately kills her. Nobody's nobody knows where the hell she went, how she, you know, how she got kidnapped. And it's just that sound like a good plan. This shit is terrible. That was a good plan. It's it worked, out. How, it, it worked in their favor. It's terrible how it went together, man. So <laughs> I was just watching like, man, damn 50. You don't have to watch. You I can stop. I got, I got to, man. I gotta finish it out, man. I gotta finish it out. It, it ain't the top of my priority list, but but yo, that's power, man. I'ma keep watching even though it sucks. And you I know, know you know what you could do? I'm a glutton for punishment. You could finish these books that you said that you're gonna help finish with me over here. I'm gonna have to go audio, man. You, go ahead, man. Get get, in, get into it, man. What, what right. books you read in front? Uh, put the glasses on here, man. I'm getting into my intelligent mode. All right, so uh, finished up Dapper Dan. That was the book that you wanted us to to read over here that you never did pick up again. Dapper Dan, Made in Harlem. So this book started off kind of slow because it was giving a lot of his uh background. Uh, his background is typical, I mean, person up in the Harlem, up like during that little time frame, during the 80s and stuff like this. They are during the 70s, 80s, going through heroin, drugs, all this stuff, in and out of jail. Uh, kind of just somebody you wouldn't want to follow. You don't want to hear a story about it. It's not, not that entertaining. It's just about a guy going in and out of jail. Like, so why is this person interesting? Uh, periodically while he's in these drug binges and uh, in and out of jail, he meets up with these little crews uh, or, or he was going to school and he'll meet somebody interesting that would give him a little pointer. Uh, and during this whole time, uh, 
uh, Dapper Dan, he's always been a smart guy. This guy has always, uh, he was shooting dice. That's how he made his money. So, and then in school, he was uh, what you would call a nerd or whatever. He was always in the books reading. So he had that little portion of him too going on throughout his little time of going in and out of jail. When he was going in jail, he was always reading, getting a little bit more educated, a little bit more smart on each and every little scenario that he walked into, uh, especially on the spiritual side. Uh, he took a truck, couple trips back and forth to Africa, learned learned about style, learned how to get his uh, the sewing and everything, how to how to do everything down to the T. Uh, a lot of stuff that they don't teach you in fashion. A lot of stuff that black people don't learn in fashion. He was learning abroad. Fast forward a little bit in the story when it started becoming interesting. He made it to a point in his life where he's just he's done giving up all. He didn't gave up all those things. He used dice to. Club. That's when the drug game was picking up in the 80s. So he's running these drug dealers, getting a ton of money. He get this ton of money. He flip it, turn it on to the, turn it into an actual business, legit business. Uh, and then this is where he's like, I, he always dressed a certain type of way to attract the the drug dealers in, the gambling with them, the betting, betting big money. So he's always had style. And, and he took this style and started creating these designs in the early 80s for the, it started off with just the drug dealer, the top drug dealer. If he can keep him fly, then everybody's going to want to be like him. Uh, and then eventually the artists start coming in because they want to imitate the drug game uh, when they coming in with the rappers and everything. So these these people coming in, they putting his designs now on TV, MTV, all these things. Uh, he really blew up when Mike Tyson started wearing his designs and bringing in a lot of. So did he? Did he? I saw him on Breakfast Club and he was talking about uh, the incident that happened at the store about Mike Tyson. Yeah, that was probably like the most interesting thing in this book uh, when he talking about that and how he didn't uh, he didn't go out for profit on it like anybody else would nowadays world star they'll try to put it up there and like get credit and get their little views and everything uh he captured a couple of photos of the incident people came to him didn't uh, didn't they want to offer him big money he said nah he was a thing that happened in the streets he had the credibility with it but didn't flaunt it okay so uh I think that, that that kept his street credibility a little bit more too, uh, and it kept it kept people want to come in too. I think that 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 made people want to come. It kept the yeah, lore. He, would, the, he the, would keep whatever the boutique, happened. Yeah, what whatever happened there quiet. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I haven't finished the book, you know, but I'm definitely going. Ju- I'm just going to have to buy the audio so Dapper Dan will get you know at least thirty. I will hours. say that that back half of the book was pretty entertaining. Once they started talking about the artists and the celebrities that was coming in, even though he said like a lot of the rappers didn't have money at the time and they was the one who wanted big things and ran up the biggest bills, like it was always the drug dealers who had the money ready to actually flaunt it and you utilize it. But what he was learning during this time frame, like. Uh, most people would think that he's counterfeiting or doing things of this nature, but he was going buying legit fabric from these designers and adding a, a little twist to it to the point where they even must start to imitate him where they didn't have clothing lines and stuff like this. And they started imitating Dapper Dan and eventually like led to him actually getting a job onto one of the major, uh, 
With Gucci, right? Yeah, with Gucci. Yeah. And having his own line on out of there. Yeah, there's a whole lot of stuff that's going on with that as far as him, you know, sticking around with Gucci and sticking up for Gucci. You know, folks on different sides. But hey, you know, if if this sounds like a book for you, check it out. If not, you know, whatever. It does start off a, a little bit slow, and that's kind of where yeah. where I'm at with it. But you know, man, he was. But well, once you get past that, it's great insight and yeah, securing your designer. brand and learning your hustle to uh, right. job to capitalize on the market. Yeah, just, you know, just summing it all up, he's a black designer from Harlem. You know, he he had his shop open twenty four seven. You know, you know, doing his thing for years. You know, he got shut down several times by the big brands or whatever because you know he was doing big things. You know what I'm saying? He outfitted you know cultural icons such as Eric B, Rock Kim, Salt and Pepper, Big Daddy Kane, uh, like uh, Prez said, Mike Tyson, Alpo Martinez. If you don't know who Alpo Martinez is, look, look him up. up. Uh, LL Cool J, Jam Master J, Diddy, Hove, Naomi Campbell, you know, and so on and so forth. Those are just some of the people that Which, that came through the store. So, uh, you know, he's an icon in Harlem, and uh, you know, I just that's why I wanted to check out his life story and and you know see what he was about. And I'm still gonna finish the book regardless of you know. Um, like I said, that back half of the, the book review. got some good stuff in it for you, and if especially if you're up building a business, talking about building the brand and uh, how. Who you need to bump heads with, and where you need to stand your ground on, and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, man, what else you? Uh, what else? Did you so uh, while I was reading me? that, uh, Dapper Dan talked a lot about spirituality and stuff in there, and learning your past. And when he was talking about a lot about Harlem, I wanted to learn a little bit more about uh, us as a whole, as African Americans. And let y'all know I'm from Alabama. I knew about the story of the last slave ship that was traded in uh, America. Uh, that was sold to black cargo. Uh, so I found a book on that. It's called Barracoon, The Last Story of the Last Black Cargo. Uh, this was a story that's kind of been lost, like the Arthur wrote this a long time ago, but it wasn't published because they started accusing her of uh, plagiarism, stuff like this. So, But uh, they recently released it. It is a great story on... Uh, the guy is Cujo Lewis. That was his. That was his slave name. His real name was Owale Kasala. It was a quiet. Like the guy went back and he told you the story of Africa, where he was in his tribe. Gave you a bunch of the history on his grandfather, his father, because he said you gotta, you gotta know the history behind this before you can get to his story. So, told you a lot of how things were in Africa before they got captured. Uh, why black uh, black people were selling more black people, why the wars was going on and stuff like this. So a lot of these wars and stuff that I didn't know that was going on with the tribes, it was $50, $60 a head per slave. That's big business, right? So the colonists back in the day used to like, they first start instigating wars between these tribes so they can get them to capture them and sell them, right? But after money became and they started learning about this little portion, the tribes pretty much started doing it on their own. Any little grievance that they had that quick to go to war to capture slaves to sell them to the sell them over to Europe and America. Yo man, I'm yo, I'm definitely looking forward to this. And and I was just talking to my homeboy uh Dr. Middleton. 
Um, shouts out to you, brother. If you're still listening at this point, my homeboy, Dr. Middleton, he just uh, got his doctorate not too long ago. Um, super proud of him. We're going to have him on the show so we can talk about the journey. But we was just having this conversation a couple days ago in regards to just finding out about where we from and what we about. And uh, and of course, as I, I was younger, I, I didn't, not that I didn't care, but that just wasn't on my priority list. So I'm definitely on the same wave as, uh you know, Mr. Prez is as far as, you know, figuring this thing out. Um, but yo, I'm, I'm definitely going to grab the audio book and, and we're going to get through this one, man, and, and just talk to people through it, man, because I, I think this is a definitely a good segment to to just educate, man, because if we just hear talking on a podcast about nonsense, and, and that's cool, we love sports, we love music and, and, and popular shows and stuff like that, but if we could put you onto a book and, and that would get you to kind of listen to an um listen to or read another book and then you could put us on to something else that's what it's all about uh as far as what we do here as far as the podcast and why we got started we don't want to just give you guys what we listen to and what we you know read we we want to hear from you too as well so uh, i thought i thought this was an important you know book to review and, and books like it and i have a whole lot of books that i have on my list we're going to be posting some of those books on the uh, Instagram as well. So if you, you know. So, so it was a ahead, couple Perez. It was a couple things up in there that I did. Like like if you go on Wikipedia that it kind of leads out. Like that I found out only through this book. And it was like, uh, so there was 111 saves sold off the last ship. They were sold majority to the 13 mayors of Mobile County. If you go on Wikipedia, is it going to say, they were sold to some rich socialites. It was the 13 mayors of Mobile County. All wow. of them was complicit into it. <laughs> so I thought that was amazing. Like they snuck in on this boat and snuck in to sell them when all of them was pretty much complicit. It's kind of crazy. Uh, yeah. Then then I looked went a little bit further in uh, the, the country that sold uh, the slaves to the on the last slave ship was called the Kingdom of Dahomey. Cash, ah, can see. we do something real quick? Can you look up the Kingdom of Dahomey and to tell me what this really resembles? We just got an elephant with a crown on it. And What's the colors? Red, gray, green, like Africa. Red and white. Red and white, yeah. Or maroon and white. Ah, I see. I with an elephant? I see. Tie it all together, man. <laughs> Tie it all together, man. So, Damn. like, I mean, I know it's a lot of stuff that's, like, kind of hidden in Alabama. And that was just, like, Roll tie. Call, call it a conspiracy all you want to. Like, you, it don't tie together. But I'm just saying the coincidence is just, and they're there. Yeah, it's there. <laughs> um, you wonder where it comes from. Uh, They'll tell you a story. They can make a story to go any way it want to. Wow. Um, yo, <laughs> Yeah, I, I got to start. I have to start this book. Um, I definitely, I, I want to be educated, man. I, I, I can't keep, I can't keep going along this path. You can't so. keep, keep falling forward. No, you know, I just need that, to know. I that just, you only must know the background and that you may be actually celebrating. Even with that slavery, saying, man, still, it's not even about that. I just, I just want to be educated. You know what I'm saying? It's not about the sports or whatever. I just want to be educated a lot more than I am. 
uh, you know, with my my history as far as my people go. So, so as uh, as Zach P was saying, like we're gonna do a little bit more of this reading. This is where I spend most of my time. The wife watches TV. While she watches TV, I usually reading a book. So this is why I spend most of my time. Uh, so next read we got up. Rick Ross came out with a book. Yeah, yo. So I'm so I'm definitely gonna check it. I I heard it. I'm gonna check it out. I want to know his story. I'm gonna check it out. But I, Rick Ross, Hurricane, a memoir. That's next on my list. Yeah, I'm watching it with my, you know, real skeptical. But uh, I'm. I'm I will tell y'all about it. it. All right, good, good looking, Frank, and thank, thanks for keeping us honest, man. So, you know, with that said, ladies, we got you guys in mind. So. We're going to go to the relationship topic and, and discuss some things and, and get that off our chest. We'll be right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. And you know, ladies, we've deprived you the last couple of weeks. We sure have. And, and and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it's the start of football season. And, and this is the precise reason why it's called don't sleep on the couch because we neglect you during this this time of the year but because we have a podcast and we have to you know be consistent in in our approach we got to include the relationship segment so with that said um we have a pretty special guest on here uh one of our day one listeners one of our day one uh responders feedback whatever the case may be she's she's been there um i'm listening regardless of whether we're talking all football nba sports whatever so we have angel welcome to the couch how's, how's it going lady it's going good hey cash hey Perez. how are you what's good i'm doing good here um how's your week been uh, it's been super busy, super, super, super busy, getting ready for this bazaar that starts tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, so selling, get, selling yep. a whole lot of chicken and, and things or oh, bulgogi, right? That's, a, that's what we're <laughs> doing. Absolutely. Yeah, we're selling bulgogi. Booth number four, if I can put a shout out out there. <laughs> yeah, booth number four. So if you're in the Ramstein area, you know, come to booth number four. We're cooking rice and bulgogi. Come get your yep. eat on, spend some change with us. And, what uh, what tell is bulgogi? You never had bulgogi? I never had bulgogi. I What's forgot. Bagobi? I forgot, Frank. You've never been stationed outside of Europe. No. It's just an ex- <laughs> excellent uh, beef and and rice dish with some 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 great sauce on it. I mean, I don't know if I'm doing it justice, Angel. You, that's you got- about that's about right. Yeah, kind of like Korean barbecue beef. Oh, okay. But okay. they're different sauce. Yeah. Well, we appreciate your time, uh, you know, coming through. So, uh, we got something for you. Of course, so that's why we call you. We got a question of the day from one of our, our other listeners. Is how do you feel about second-time divorces after 40? Should you give it up, give love another try, or let it burn at that point? I would say give love a chance. And I say that because sometimes, I mean, first of all, why do we have to do that after 40? <laughs> you know, that's maybe, when it really starts. Maybe the listener, is, uh, the listener is close to 40 or over 40. So that that's oh, where okay. it is, yeah. So that's why I would say uh, give love a chance because um, I feel that around that age range it is when when you really start peaking. So you've kind of gotten rid of the the young love, the the playing around, the goofing around, uh, and and especially if you've been through a divorce or two or three, um, you you have those situations and you have those. Uh, 
you have different expectations now. So I think you can still give love a chance. Obviously, you're going to enter into a new relationship probably with eyes wide open. Um, and you're probably going to take those those past relationships and use that to look forward and probably put different expectations on this new love that you may have. Um, but I still think you should give love a chance. You don't just... You don't necessarily have to let it burn. Maybe you'll take your time entering that relationship. Maybe there'll be different things that you're you're looking for or things that you don't want. Um, so you already have like those warning signs. Um, but I think right right around that 40 range is when you're kind of like, hey, you know, you're either ready to settle down or you kind of just throw it out the window. Have but you- my my personal, my personal, I would say give love a chance. So have you been divorced before? I have okay. uh, just once, just once. We won't be doing that again, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> so what made you what made but, you give love a second chance? Um, I mean, if I if being real, uh, when me and my ex now, when we divorced, it seemed like he found it pretty quick. Uh, so to be honest, that first that first initial uh, mindset of mine was competition. And I know that sounds really petty. Uh, <laughs> it does. First, I, <laughs> really petty. I mean, no, why, honestly. Why I, did you feel it was a competition? It's definitely, everything is a competition. You know, it, <laughs> a competition exactly. to happiness? I'm, I'm, I don't understand. I don't understand. It, go ahead, it, go ahead. It was kind of, no, I felt like it was kind of like a competition because as we're going in this divorce, I kind of wanted him to feel the same way that I felt. So at the time when we were going through that divorce, I was still, a part of me was still devoted to him. I was still looking for some type of happiness with him and seeing that he was willing to move on so quickly and be happy for me to turn around and be like, no, I'm never going to do it again. I was like, no, then I could do it too. Uh, <laughs> I could be happy too. I could find love too. So and that's, how that's I why I say now, you know, it, it seems kind of petty, but I'm just being realistic at, at first. That doesn't mean I was just going out there to just look for love, but I was more willing to give love a chance because if he could do it, then why can't I do it? You know, I'm yeah. a mother of two recently divorced. I mean, we were both being active parents, but why should he get to just go out there and find love and it be so easy for him? And then I'm just going to sit back and wallow that that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. And that's uh, how I feel like it should be too. Like uh, everybody deserve mm-hmm. a, you, you, you know, at that age, you're saying like after 40 second divorce or mm-hmm. second divorce period, you know that you mm-hmm. had good times, you know, like you always need that somebody else with you to get you that, that happiness. Cause you, you, being lonely, like a, it's not the place to be, in my opinion. Like, uh, so absolutely found not. Out, like, so uh, some people like the game, uh, but the game mm-hmm. get old. It, uh, it, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you get older, you don't feel like going to the club and everything. So having mm-hmm. that other person there just with you to go do the things that you like to do or do the things that y'all right. like to do together is is a big mm-hmm. little part. And it, you know, it can happen. Like you, you done been there before, so it's just going back right. out and just getting that negativity out of your out of your life that uh it can't happen no more like oh that was it that was on one chance no it's 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 more than one person out there for there's you. more than absolutely yeah and, i got one of my no i was just gonna say and then you kind of 
as you get a little bit older, now you're starting to hang out with friends who they're not doing that whole out in the club and partying and, okay, I'm just running the single life. Now it's you're turning into the third wheel if you don't have somebody, you know? So, you know, now you and your friends, everybody's going out for these double dates and, you know, it, it's very rare that you'll be at, at that age and see people still hanging out at the club and doing it and actually really enjoying it. It's not saying that people aren't doing it. Um, I but, think Puff Daddy don't you know, Hey, look, I'm, for me, <laughs> y'all, y'all, this shit don't work out with my wife right now. This shit is a wrap. I'm done. Finito. I'm, I'm good. I'm just going to have to be comfortable with that's not you to say get I'm, you a dog? no, no. That's not to say I'm not gonna be with anybody else. That just means right. I'm done with the whole having to be married and and go through that process part. Like that would be number three for me. You know what I'm saying? Really? And it's not a number. It's not a numbers game. But for me, it's more so. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go through. Uh, you know, I've told you about the things I lost in the fire in the first divorce, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? Like having mm-hmm. to come back and recover and do this all again. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes it's for me, I'm not saying marriage is a money grab, but when you get divorced, mm-hmm. that's that's kind of seems like what it's about. Who's dividing this? Who's getting this? Who's getting that? You right. know, losses are taken. Uh, you know, if you don't have the right lawyers and right situations, divorce is hard mm-hmm. enough. So you, you go through well, all you go through all that. I just don't want to have to deal with that again. You know, we can be together for 20 you years, and you'll be my mm-hmm. girlfriend at 67. You know, whatever the case That's may true. be. You but know then, what is she at sixty-seven? She finds uh, that one other person, and then just like, oh, but he, he gonna. He said marriage. Else. He said marriage. She so find nobody she else. She jumped running off that. Who, she, who going with you to those doctor appointments? Hey, you. Well, I got four kids. I roll it a dice. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. They like, can't live their life. They, they stuck. They stuck taking too. care of yours. That's, yeah, yeah. That's I'll, be the, I'll be that grandpa in the uh, in the basement. Just take me to my yeah. appointments. <laughs> Shit, I mean, that's another factor too. You got to look at whether or not are you coming out of that divorce with kids, because that adds another, it adds another branch as well. Are are you in your forties and you don't have any kids? Are you in your forties and you you have four kids? You know, so that can add another aspect as well. Some no. people may be like, "Look, I'm not doing this yeah. again because I don't want to have to divide." properties and kids and shuffle that right so, I'm, I'm strictly speaking um, from my my position right, uh, as a man right. that you know i wouldn't i definitely wouldn't do it like i would have still two two younger kids that i have to help raise and that would that would be mm-hmm. taking up all my time in my my retirement years and, and things of that nature i don't necessarily need i mean focusing on love would be cool like i can date and and be cool with that but i'm comfortable mm-hmm. with myself at this point to where i don't necessarily need i i think i at that time i wouldn't necessarily need a in-house you know i wouldn't need that at that point like i got so so you're right. going to hinder your kids you're going to make them like right. if they want to go out and travel and be other places now they got to come back I, to take care of you no i'm 36 right now so what i'm saying is 40 ain't a death sentence you know what i'm saying like i can still <laughs> live and, and function and do certain um, things but you just saying you didn't mm-hmm. give another chance you said the 67 yeah i mean i'm just saying like <laughs> she could be my whoever it will be my mate if that was to happen like i don't necessarily feel like I wouldn't give love another chance. I just wouldn't put a marriage title on it. That's that's it. Love because she ain't worth it. 
It's not about right. her. It's not about her being worth it. It's just I don't, I just don't want to go through the whole song and dance again, man. Because she ain't worth it. I don't know what you want to call it. You're implying she ain't worth it, <laughs> but I'm saying for uh, you know, I you know maybe I'm just speaking to somebody that who doesn't exist. But I'm just saying what I would do <laughs> is I, I just can't do it again. But what if you did find her? What if you did find her? What if you are like you know what we're just gonna kick it, you know, and then it okay. moves up to okay now you can have a key to my place. Okay now. I really like spending time with you. Okay, now my kids really like you. But I'm not going to guarantee what you if, all the stuff that comes to, right, come to you if I right. happen to go away. What 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 exactly comes to you by getting married? Like, really? Like, re- what's the difference between somebody who's with you and they're going to be there regardless without uh, uh, you saying that she's Mrs. Uh, whatever your, you know, whatever your, you know, I'm not going to mention your last name, uh, Prez, but like she's Mrs. whatever Smith, let's just say. You know what I'm saying? So what would be the difference in all reality? There would be no difference in how you treat her, how she's, uh, what she is to you in the family. You just don't feel like you necessarily have to make that move. Yeah. But by you not making that move, you can just get up and jump and go at any given notice. That's why people want to be married. Just so they know like, Hey, if some tough times come, you're going to still be there for a little bit. We got to work out some things Mm -hmm. before you can actually go. Well, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't need. I don't need a, a title on whether I'm gonna be around when you need me or not. Because you want to get up and go. No, because I'm gonna mm-hmm. be there for you. That's my. That's how I'm bred. You know what I mean. I, I, I'm not a person that's gonna leave you when you when you uh, need me if I'm with you. You know what I'm saying. So that that wouldn't be how I operate. But now your past say different. No, let's dial it back then. Let's dial it back. <laughs> let's dial it back. So dial it back. we can go back to. You know, um, on my, you know, when I got remarried, I got remarried in October 2012. So it had been like two years almost, you know what I'm saying? Two years, a little over two years before, you know, from my previous marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I went through all of those. Am I getting married too quick? Is this, that, is that, da, 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 da. but when you know that that person is the one for you, all of those things in your head. And of course, we, I think people... People say they don't care about what people think, but you do. No matter how confident, you no matter how confident you are, but nobody, nobody's really even checking for you at the end of the day on what you're doing and what moves you're making. So, at, mm-hmm. you know, when I deduced that and, and did all these things in my head, I was like, yo, I'm, I'm cool. You know, I'm cool with that. I'm. You can't miss an opportunity to to uh, be with someone who is for you and supports you and and all those different boxes that they check and everybody's criteria all because you don't want to get married. You know what I mean? So I overcame that one time, but that was a big hurdle. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. She doesn't know that that was a big hurdle, but that was definitely on my mind. So, but let's fast forward to however many years it would be. Like if I'm in my forties or fifties or something like that, I'm a different person at that point. I'm mm-hmm. comfortable. You know what I mean? I don't necessarily feel like I want it. I don't think I would necessarily feel like I had to give it another try in that form of saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to walk the altar and do all of this song and dance again. We can just be together and you and I have that understanding. And who's to say that the person that I choose won't have that understanding as well? That's true. But what if she does? What if she checked all those boxes and wants that title? Even though you're comfortable, are you willing to let go of your box checker because you're comfortable. 
Yeah, I'm not going to do anything that I'm not ready for. So um, if mm. if that doesn't, if that's a deal breaker for her, you know, at that time, I'm going to have to live with the decision that she makes as a result. Like if she feels whole by being married and I don't necessarily feel the same way, I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not going to be guilt tripped or uh, felt pressured to do something that I don't want to do at that time. I'm I just saying, yeah, I'm just going to say yeah. at in that frame of mind, I'm just going to be super comfortable in my ways and what I want to do and how I want to move as a 40, mm-hmm. 50 year old man. You know what I'm saying? I don't need much at that time. Like, you know, I just want to have a cool beer, watch my football and mm-hmm. basketball and, you know, listen to my music and, and chill out. I will live a simple life. I don't need necessarily a, a woman around all the time. You know what I'm saying? Because at that age, to me, it's more about companionship and, and building versus uh, a physical touch and all that stuff. Like everybody needs physical love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was the question. Would you give, that's why I said I would give love a chance. So not necessarily give marriage a chance, which I probably would, but I hope not. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I'm with you on that. I mean, I, I remarried, I remarried after nine months. So again, yeah, it, it just, I, I can't see myself remarrying again. Hope my husband isn't listening to this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's say 20 years from now, I, I mean, in my 60s, I, I do think that I would give love a chance. You you see it on Instagram all the time, all these 70-year-olds meeting and they get married and then, yeah, you know. Oh, oh, I, I know. Would give it a oh, I know. I just yeah. got told my <laughs> eighty-plus-year-old, I ain't gonna reveal the age. Grandma had a date recently, <laughs> so <laughs> for real, for real, she, she had that's she awesome. had the wire get that in, man. So <laughs> that's good stuff. Yeah, but I'm, I'm happy for her. You know, she, you know, she doing her own thing. Hey, but everybody yeah. deserves some companionship for sure. And but it don't have to come in a form of marriage, like I said. So I was right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's sucking us in on that one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But hey, Angel, we appreciate you uh <laughs> stepping in and, and providing a um, you know, a woman's uh perspective on 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 things. Definitely no appreciate problem. you. No problem. Thanks for letting me sit on the couch. Okay. Absolutely. So uh, you know, we typically give anybody, you know, that we have on the couch any plugs, any things you got going on, your your Instagram or whatever the case may be, we're going to tag you in it anyway. So uh, let the people know if if you got anything that you want to put out there. If you want to find me on Instagram, I am Jorlin's mother, J-O-R-L-E-N-S mom, Jorlin's mom. All right. Well, we appreciate you. And uh, again, thanks. Thanks for coming on. All right. Thanks a lot. Y'all have a good night. All right. Later. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yo, that's the end of the show, people. Hey, thanks for listening. This one was a long one, but whatever, whatever. You know, we had a couple short ones up in between. We had some good music. Had NFL season coming up. Had a good relationship topic. Uh, So we just appreciate y'all for tuning in with us. Wherever you listening, if you Uh, at your desk riding, if you're a spiritual person, you know, make sure you go pray for the Buccaneers. Hopefully, they get a win. Hud Rico will be back. Yeah, we want them back. We definitely want them back on the show. Uh, we ain't get rid of them, 
but it looks like the football season did. So uh, if you want to reach him, hit him on Instagram at Hudrico, Hudrico, H-U-D-R-I-C-O. You can definitely get him. Tell him to come back to the pod. Uh, football season, look. Just come just back, him, just, man. Just, just tell him it's a wrap. Tell him look, start looking towards uh, basketball season. Just give it up on the Buccaneers. Everybody else it's has. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. You know, you will be a better man for it and free up your time, brother. But, yo, ladies and gentlemen, y'all can reach us at Instagram, don't sleep on the couch, underscore podcast, Twitter, same thing. Facebook, same exact thing. If you've already given us five stars, on uh, Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. If you haven't, make sure you make your way to Apple Podcasts and do the same. Do the same thing. You know what I mean? You know, whatever you got to do, do it. Show and a little bit of love. Show That's a little bit of love. Them. But we definitely would love the comments in there as well, you know, so it move us up the rankings there. Um, socialize with us. Hit us on Instagram. Hit us on the DM. Put, put it on our page. You know what I'm saying? What you think of the show? Whether you like it, you didn't like it. Oh, we ain't touch on this song. We ain't touch on this artist. We need that constructive feedback. You know what I'm saying? We need feedback in general. It don't matter. Just holler at us. You know, we're on all the, all the different social media platforms. Another week, another pod. We'll be right back next week with 22. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. Hit us up at DSC underscore podcast on the gram. Or send us an email at don'tsleeponthecouch at gmail.com. Thank you for coming to sit with us. See y'all next week.